Hey, welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm your host, Bradley. And I'm Bryce. And it's me again. I'm returning again. We cannot get rid of you. You just can't do it. Down here for another week. For better or for worse. Probably for better. um, This week, uh, I decided to go out of my comfort zone and do not Norse mythology or D&D. Um, and go with some Egyptian mythology, which I'm really excited about. Do you guys know much about Egyptian mythology? Literally, I only know some of the names of the gods, and even that's spotty. Um, I'm pretty much in the same boat, you know? I know a couple gods, but other than that, not too much. I'm ready to be enlightened, though. Well, I was going to say, that my, uh, do you know Rick Royden, the guy that does Percy Jackson? I didn't know him by name, but I'm familiar with the series. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know Percy Jackson. <laughs> I just had like a, a childhood thing for that author. Uh-huh. Anyways, yeah. he he had a he had a book series um that was like went off because you know like how he did the right. Percy Jackson and then he did the Roman gods one where they uh-huh. kind of intermingled, but then he also did another one on Egyptian mythology. And I read the first book and my brain was just so like confused what was going on because I just had like yes, this Greek right. and roman mythology like in my head that just switching gods all together was just like jarring to me mm-hmm. and so i have like at least two or three of the books and i just have never read them yeah i think i stopped at the roman series i think i read like a couple of the books and then i was like yeah it's not percy jackson so i think i'm good yeah the, was as far as i made it because percy jackson was just so good and then it was classic and I, I don't know i just i don't maybe he just fell off the Anyways, but today we're talking about uh, a demoness of the dead, basically, Amit. Um, and I was kind of excited to talk about her. Um, so let's just get into it. So Amit basically translates in Egyptian to devourer of uh, the dead. Um, other names for her as well, though, would be Amut or Amat. Um, in Egyptian, the spelling was basically like it was M dash M W T. Mm. Try and like, pronounce that three times. I don't, don't want to. I don't want to offend anyone, so I'm not going to say it. But that's how it was spelled. Um, she was also called the Eater of the Hearts, the Great of Death, Bone Eater, and Devourer of Millions. And if you don't want any of those names, shame on you because that is. Awesome. <laughs> I was just going to say, it sounds like so many dope names. <laughs> like huge fan. I think Devourer of Millions just is like. <laughs> dang dude right when i was looking at all the names like i was just thinking of all the video games with the achievements that you unlock with different like titles and Mm -hmm. i'm like she's reached level 100 with devour of millions i was literally gonna say that title is definitely an end game title she didn't start her career with that title (laughs) i don't know that's almost like a new game plus type of title right yeah you you beat the game you go in you beat it again devour of millions (laughs) all right amazing Though I will say I'm slightly confused. Does she eat the hearts or the bones or both? Why well, either? we'll get into that later. But um, when, like when she is doing the eating, it is the heart and or I've also seen the soul. Um, uh. But I mean, if you eat the bones and if you just eat the whole body, you eat it all. Right. So she might just eat the whole I thing. typically store my soul in my bones. So that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gotta keep it safe it's the hardest part of your body it's most protected randy just proved that we all have souls <laughs> so when you break your arm does like a little bit of your soul sleep seep out <laughs> yeah. you know yep, yep. 
You're like, like, I'm like fading a... away. <laughs> no, Doc, please save me. <laughs> You're like freaking out. The doctor's like, it's just a broken arm, dude. There's nothing in there but marrow, man. <laughs> no, it's, it's like in a... There. a promise. It's like it's like horcruxes. All your bones mm. are different parts of your like different horcruxes. Every time you break one, just. No, no Voldemort fans over here. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, like, it's just <laughs> like what happens if you lose an arm. You know, then there's like, or is that like the the your uh, the soul of your arm is gone? You know? well, you're less human like, now. Yeah, because like you're like when Voldemort when a Holcrux like died, he didn't like stop like he didn't lose feeling in the leg or whatever. You know, like it was until the <laughs> maybe he should have. He should have been awesome. <laughs> this is something like a wheelchair. Well, I don't he's, see. He's bumping into stuff, and he's like, oh, "I didn't even notice." Well, I didn't uh, like. It didn't make sense to me that every time they destroyed a Horcrux, sorry, we're going way off topic here. Every time that Horcrux was destroyed, he didn't get weaker. He just kept getting stronger, and that didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, he but he did lose more and more of his nose, so that's the trade-off. <laughs> so. Is that like an inverse Pinocchio? <laughs> that's the thing that. That's how you can tell if Amit came up against you is if you no longer have a nose you're like ah she ate my soul what a shame <laughs> i'm still alive but i've got no soul well because I, I believe in with uh like amit in egyptian mythology if it was different sources but basically once you died and if you were eaten by amit you would still be alive forever like everyone else you would just be in forever agony Ah, that makes um, sense. So yeah, it would just be like everyone's living in the same place, but there's the normal nose people, and then there's the small nose people. Or everyone's no-nosed. just kind of like standing in the middle of a field, and everyone like literally nothing is happening. Some people are totally fine. Some people are screaming in agony for <laughs> no reason. They're just in massive amounts of pain, and there's nothing happening. Right. It's pure mental torture. That must be might be like a first like heaven problem or whatever or paradise problem. <laughs> like just have like people screaming around you and you're like, can you please just go oh. somewhere else? Yeah, this neighborhood sucks. <laughs> the realtor Man, that, never told me about this. Like that'd just be the the worst afterlife. You're like, oh, I finally made it to heaven, <laughs> and everyone's just <laughs> screaming around you. Just nonstop screaming. <laughs> Wow. But uh, anyways, let's let's I'm gonna uh, push past this, whatever we're on right now. <laughs> so the first, uh, I guess, kind of like trying to understand who Amit is. Mm. I felt like uh, talking about how the Egyptians saw afterlife and basically judgment, how they saw that would help us get to know Amit a little bit better. Um, sure. But before that, so Amit is a demoness, um, and so Spicy. not a lot of words here because. I mean, if if you saw a list of like gods and goddesses, she would probably be there. Um, but the biggest difference that I was able to find between a demoness and a goddess was the fact that uh, Amit wasn't uh, a deity who was worshipped. So that's just kind yeah. of how I determined just let's stick with demoness, just because she wasn't a worship deity. Not worshipped by a lot of people. I mean, there might have been some people who worshipped them. I mean, there's yeah. people that worship demons now, so... Yeah, Bryce and I, right before the podcast, was crazy. Like, maybe maybe there. there was a cult or something, but yeah. like a death cult or something. Exactly. But for the, for exactly. the mainstream religion, she was yeah, sure. definitely more considered a demon. You're not going to find a city with her a temple built in her name in it. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, but the most distinctive and most, in my opinion, coolest thing about Amit was she had the hindquarters of a hippopotamus, 
a torso of a lion and the head of a crocodile. And so, like, you might think those are, like, the weirdest lineup kind of thing in the world, but it was really cool that this is how this demon was brought to be, is that these were the largest man-eating animals known to the Egyptians. And so... Yeah like what would be the like what would be the scariest thing to eat your soul after you died it would be probably these three things and so mash up into one it's the most terrifying thing you could ever think of in an egyptian's mind yeah so that's yeah. not maybe the most ferocious looking thing but it's like statistically it's the most terrifying thing if you take the stats of all three of those things it's a monster mm-hmm. yeah. well and the fact that it's literally threatening to bind them to an eternal restlessness yeah. And just, you know, everyone that was known as a sinner, everyone that was known as, you know, evil or whatever, knowing that they didn't, like, if they didn't follow that, like, that's how you taught your kids. If you don't follow the principles of the mot, which is the, like, the, the, basically the, the, like, virtues and the morals of Uh religion, if you don't follow that, you are literally going to suffer another death and, like, a eternal torment from these things like can you imagine like that's what your kids are being brought up with man people give the germans crap for teaching their kids about krampus and how he's going to come and bring you coal and drag you off into the snow at night and giving their kids nightmares this is way worse oh my gosh tell your kids they're going to have suffer never-ending torment by this monstrosity if they're end up like lying to their parents that's awful well and and the weird thing is she was not known as evil she wasn't known as bad she was known like every single other creature that we happen to talk about is a protector of evil (laughs) and when you say protector of evil like it almost makes it sound to me like is she like this is my evil don't touch it (laughs) i don't know well and what i think it is is it's her job she was Mm -hmm. given the job by anubis i'm guessing who is the lord of the underworld this Makes job t- just to punish the wicked does that make her evil for doing her job no and what she's doing is she's protecting the people that are in the kingdom of um osiris which right. is their heaven and protecting those people from the people that would do them harm the sinners right that's yeah, in their she, mind that's what she's doing she's like a gatekeeper and trying to keep all the bad people out yeah so it's like yeah she's like she's bad if you want to say that to all the people who are bad but like that's just because they Correct. deserve it so she's yeah. like just punishing them as they deserve quote unquote so. maybe like a oh i was just gonna say maybe mm-hmm. like a kind of like a creepy janitor that you had at school <laughs> when you're growing up you know he's you like have a creepy janitor? i mean like listen janitors are like great people but sometimes just... like when you're a little kid and you're like scared of everything you're like that dude's a little little creepy man he's kind of like like I leave the classroom and he just goes in it. What's he doing in there, man? It sounds like it a really personal any... story. Seriously, yeah. my, my janitors were so cool. I had great but janitors. It, cool. As I was saying, is that the janitor is like cool if you're cool, but if you're not cool and you make a mess everywhere, and we piss at you and smack you. Yeah, yeah. It's a great analogy. It is. I don't know, man. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but speaking of Amit being the janitor of the gods. Um, I did find it interesting uh, from previous studies and this one. Um, a lot of the gods and goddesses and, and everyone, they weren't, to me, they weren't known like the Greek gods and Roman gods as like the god of thunder, the god of this mm-hmm. or that. Egyptian gods seemed to be much more like 
fluid with what they what their position was except for like the basic of like osiris was the god of the heavens but like what does that mean yeah. it can tell lots of things because i mean that involved light that and then even even being of light then you have ra also of light right then right. you had anubis of the underworld but other than that he also did tons of other things and like they weren't really known as the god of the they were just known as gods right um but speaking of that i mean i'm gonna break my rule a little bit because i'm admit was known for a lot of things and one of those were um like uh funerals and um processions and um any any kind of mortuary things like she was known as a demoness of or goddess of um even though like she like was never called that but those were some of her responsibilities um and so yeah she because of that she did live in the underworld um and she actually lived near the scales of justice and i will talk about that in a little bit more um but it's, just a, it's a pretty cool like she, oh yeah i live just down the road like two blocks <laughs> from scales of justice like you know where to find me i'm right next and to if the... you see hell you've gone too far <laughs> <laughs> so what is do you know like what the egyptian underworld was kind of like i don't know at least their version of it um Dark. kind of though because so i don't think there was like just like me theorizing, I'm not going to say this is actual canon in their religion, but everyone went to the same place to be judged. And then from there, it just seemed like two doors. One was the kingdom of Osiris and one was like hell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it wasn't like you climb these staircases to heaven, like heaven, I don't think really, I mean, like other than because Osiris was known as some like someone that resided in the skies or the heavens or whatever, that that's kind of where his kingdom was. But like there wasn't, from what I saw, it wasn't like when you die, you like your body rises up into the heavens, or when you die, you go down to like the core of the earth or hell or whatever. Right. It seemed like everyone's just standing in this like line to get their paperwork signed, and then they just kind of go where they're supposed to go. And so it seemed like it wasn't like crazy distinct places, but. In this version of hell, you do have hellish things. You have a fire, a river of fire. You have um, sounds cool to me. Like guards that keep people in. So it does seem like a, a prison, but I wouldn't say it's like fired brimstone punishment forever. But I could be wrong. It's just uh, lots of fire, no brimstone. Yeah. Gotcha. yeah. Well, they, I mean, they need some kind of light source, right? So fire river, why not? <laughs> um but yeah so to to talk a little bit more about that afterlife process so the afterlife um it it was a very discussed topic um i I mean so discussed that i believe that the afterlife was more looked forward to more talked about in their religion than the present itself um because the present is so fast right because you only i mean at that time you probably only lived 40 years and then you have the rest of eternity for the afterlife so no right. one really cared about what was going on in their religion right then, except for let's prepare to get to this afterlife, which is a lot of religions nowadays as well, is I care more about the afterlife than I do this life. Um, but really, it's a, it's a really complex system. Um, and one of the most important things that was talked about was the judgment. Um, and so when someone went into du- to judgment, they would have to go up to these uh, 42 assessors of Mott, which is, again, the, the morals people, right? So they're judges, um, and recite their names, and then they would recite all of the sins that they didn't commit. 
um so it's just like a checklist and they just have to say what did you not do you know like how like basically how good were you um and so basically it was their time to just defend themselves of why they should go to the kingdom of osiris that's awesome it, it's not necessarily oh i did a lot of good things it's just i didn't do anything bad exactly i didn't i didn't necessarily i wasn't the greatest person in the world but hey at least i didn't kill anyone like dave over there did well and even funnier is it was i mean they, like it was very commonly known that it was if you were 51 percent good and only 49 percent bad you were still good enough to go to heaven basically sounds good to me um so and right here so like um it's very popular very known or like commonly known in at least if you know G egyptian mythology is basically the deceased were presented with a balance which is the scales of justice and a feather was uh, put on one side, and that was a feather um, of Mott. Um, Mott is a goddess of con uh, the concepts of truth, balance, balance, order, harmony, law, morality, and justice. So basically, like the goody-goody two-shoes of the gods, um, or goddesses, I mean. And so the, her feather, she'd pluck a feather, put it on this the scale, and then you'd get up on the other scale with all of your sins that you didn't commit and committed. Um, and then if you outweighed the feather, then you would go to hell. If you were less than the feather, you would go to heaven. Um, and Anubis was the person that would like administer the test. So it was him, the 42 judges, and then Mott would be there, which, you know, sounds like you'd be there forever because people constantly die. But I don't know, man, maybe they really kind of got things moving. You know, <laughs> this isn't no DMV. You just go in. You read off like probably thousands of sins that you didn't commit, and then you get judged, and then you're good. Well, I'd start I to get so creative with them. I'm like, oh, I mean, I also didn't commit this random obscure sin. I didn't commit this one. You could come up with a huge list of all things to make yourself sound so good of all the things that you didn't do. So you're the one that's keeping up the line, you know? Yeah, you, you, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> you're good. Just go. Get out of here. <laughs> You gotta make a good case. You gotta make sure you look good for it. It's like a resume. You gotta make sure that you look as best as you can. Well, if we, if you guys scroll down in the notes, and I'll read them out so on the podcast you guys can hear too, but if you scroll all the way down, um, I did put a list of all 42 of the god, uh, the judges, and what sin that they're attached to. Wow. Um, and so you can see some of the sins, and so, I mean, some of the names of these guys, you have the Demolisher, you have youth, you have the dangerous one, the double lion, um, hot foot, <laughs> you hot of foot. the darkness. Are your feet hot? To hell with you. <laughs> Eater of entrails. Oh my God. But yeah. But uh, anyways, so you have those guys. And then the sins that you could do, taking food, um, adultery. Actually, a couple of them were adultery. So apparently adultery was a big deal. Um, polluting your body. do you any favors. Yeah. Um, blasphemy, dishonest wealth, um, impatience. So, like, there's some, like, it, basically, it's their Ten Commandments, but instead of ten, it's 42. Um, it says volubility one... of speech, man. Is that like you're just loud all the time? <laughs> I was just going to say, there's one that's all about making a disturbance. One of the <laughs> sins is making a disturbance. <laughs> Sorry, I sneezed one time in public, and, man, I'm going to hell because of that. Uh-huh. I needed one more one more good thing to get into heaven, but nope, I had no, to sorry. I had to sneeze one time. <laughs> you were too loud in the movies once your phone went off on accident, so well and apparently one of them is uh stealing God's property. So like I just snuck Whoa. up to heaven one time and took 
Zeus's lightning bolt. It's probably so the Pharaoh, right? The Pharaoh's yeah, no, no, gods. Pro probably. Pharaoh was considered a god. It just Yeah. So you yeah. steal the Pharaoh's stuff off with you. So or you gotta uh, watch out. You don't want to be doing question mark. Bestower <laughs> of good. His his uh, sin is doing question mark. Ooh, yikes. Yeah. The question mark is whatever you want it to be. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> fails that one. <laughs> uh not to drag this out too long, but um, I do think it's funny that there's one where the sin is dishonest wealth. I'm pretty sure the pharaoh is probably exempt from that because <laughs> I actually, I'm sure all of his gold isn't uh, isn't gained with uh, the utmost isn't, morality. Isn't slavery a dishonest wealth? Pretty sure that's probably not in that day. Yeah, in that day, it was super well, honest. I yeah, actually probably heard, thought it was fine. But... I actually heard something the other day. I'm gonna butcher it, but basically, um, it was, uh, like, religious rules are only meant for the poor, because it's I mean, so true. in all history, I mean, all of these sins that people are like in trouble for and going to jail for and getting killed for, kings and queens and lords and stuff of all time, mm -hmm. got away with it every day of their life because they just, I mean, even now people have the money to get away with breaking laws and stuff like. So it's just interesting that, like, you see all these rules and how many do you... Pe I mean, like, Cleopatra, you know she was doing all this stuff. She gets to skate by on a path of money. So she yeah. good. Yeah. It also might be that, like, they were essentially gods, so, you know, gods can do no wrong, right? I don't know. Yeah, it just, like... But looking at it from our perspective of they were just human. But yeah, yeah. to them, to them it was fine. But, like, looking back, it's like, um, that's a little, uh, you know, a little iffy. Right. At best. But uh, getting back to the afterlife. So once you were judged by this feather, um, finally we get to introduce Amit, who was just wagging her tail, waiting for someone to fail, and then she would eat their soul. And it was actually really kind of scary because um, what it was called is, so you, you just died, right? And you were just judged. If you go to the right to Amit, it was considered dying a second death like like you're re-dying and so a couple of sources it she said that like you would eat or destroy their soul and some sources some people would speculated that they believed that your soul was completely just wiped from existence that you just did not get to have an afterlife and then some say you Oof. get to have an afterlife but just in everlasting torment or just to you just can't go to the kingdom of osiris so it is debated but like nonetheless you were dying a second time basically i don't know which of those is worse never getting like, completely erased from existence or being in like literal torment for the rest of existence right not there's good well i guess it's like do you get to go to the super awesome theme park or do you get to like be in time now forever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean i'm down to like be an everlasting torment but i get all the good stuff of heaven you know like i get a ride like go to amusement parts. I gotta go to, like eat all the food I want to, but like I'm in pain the entire time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm gonna nope out of that. I'm good. <laughs> that sounds like it would be a massive distraction and a huge damper on that experience. Yeah, right, right. Um, and so a question that was asked earlier. So the most commonly accepted thing that uh, would happen would be that Amit would swallow your heart, and it would be mm -hmm. a second death. Um, it, it wasn't really the soul, it wasn't really the bones, it was the heart. And then later interpretations have 
or even just less common interpretations have said otherwise. Um, Isn't it in a, a lot of uh, just belief systems? Is it that the heart can like contain the soul? It might. In everyone's but mine. Because mine's in my bones. <laughs> <laughs> I got my bone soul. Um, all right. And so uh, just I'm going to do some like lesser known extra stuff that I've learned um, that don't particularly have to do with this process of the afterlife, um, but just more like interesting things I've learned about Amit. So um, Amit is the personification of retribution. Um, which is just the punishment inflicted on someone as vengeance for wrongdoing. So, like, her, again, she's not evil. She's just the actual personification of that retribution, right? You deserved this because X, Y, Z, all these sins that you committed. So she's just doing her job, right? Um, right. And then, so when being judged, you'd have to be perfect. The gods were fairly forgiving and enlightened, um, it, like translated to lightened. Um, your good doings and lack of sin were just uh, sins uh, just had to be more than your uh, your good doings and lack of sin just had to be greater than your sins like I mentioned before. Makes sense. Um, and then pretty interesting that there were artifacts and spells um, that could help your chances and not being thrown to Amit. So when you died or something, um, and we'll talk about the Book of the Dead later, but like in the Book of the Dead or the Book of the Dead was filled with um, spells and you could have these amulets and stuff that would be buried with you that would just kind of like plus one to not sin kind of thing. <laughs> you got um, a counter but, spell to protect yourself from Amit. And so maybe that's how the, the rich imp, uh, like that's great the point. rich people got, got out of it and stuff. You can yeah. sin all you want and you just bury yourself with like a thousand good deed amulets and you're like, I'm good. <laughs> And I waited. She's about to eat your heart, and then you're just like, but wait, I have another spell. And she's right. like, no, nope, I'm going to eat you. Wait, I got two more. <laughs> I got 50,000. These will all save like, me. I don't know. After the 50,000 and first, then she's like, you know what? You're good. <laughs> right. I'm not sure about you. I'm not sure. Oh, fine, fine. Um, so uh, now one of the lesser known, but I think it's a pretty interesting um, idea of um what happens when you like you have to go to Amit. So um it's sometimes depicted that Amit is standing by a lake of fire, which the lake of fire is also canon. So there is a lake of fire down there, but sometimes she is known to be standing by it and she's just guarding that. So um the soul would be thrown into the fire. Um and then so some people even further, like even deeper, have decided that maybe Amit and the Lake of Fire are the same. So Amit, mm. instead of being this creature, is the name of the lake. And so Amit still is taking their soul or their heart or whatever. Um, and or, you know, that Amit is the protector of the lake and doesn't eat the souls, just initiates the people being thrown into. The... So there's a lot of like these extra other interpretations that we're not sure about. All of this is very heavily debated because we just have. I mean, so much sources, even, I mean, we can't even translate most of the sources, but like, yeah. we just have so much to pull from, from this uh, time period, from this religion, that it's still very debated. But the most common answer is that just it's Amit eating the hearts. I have a, another side theory. Maybe she just likes to cook the souls beforehand. She doesn't like a raw soul. Oh. So she's got a lake of fire there to just like throw the soul in, then I'll let them bounce around in the fire for a little while and pull them out and 
you get a nice well cooked medium rare soul. I think you're going somewhere with that. I think I think that's a good idea. I think that's Maybe right. Takes eternity to cook your soul. <laughs> that's the everlasting torment. That's not quite right. It's almost oh, ready. Man. A little bit more. <laughs> man, I I do think it's interesting that like the just the Egyptian civilization, you know, they were really good at keeping records, but just due to time, <laughs> um, it's just really hard to kind of suss out what they meant by a lot of the their murals and whatnot. You know? Oh, totally. And, and how long the Egyptian empire lasted. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah. what was said, like the, the creation of the first Taco Bell is closer to Cleopatra's time than Cleopatra uh-huh. is to the first uh, emperor. To the or, creation of the pyramids. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's just crazy. Um, that just how long that, that reign lasted. lasted yeah. That like, I mean, how many times did the religion, I mean, how much does Christianity change just oh, in 20 years? Um, and so I'm sure relig- like the religion changed as their own understanding of how the world works worked changed. Which is such a shame because like I'm sure they have so many cool stories and like really like good knowledge to share that people could have used for so many years. And like they were so proactive. They wanted to make sure that they left a record so everyone would know what was going on. And then turns out they just had too complex of a language. So everyone's like, I don't know. Right. <laughs> doesn't make any sense and they're like no 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 no, it makes sense you just ah, uh, what a shame <laughs> well like, you made your language too confusing and now no one understands what you meant ever. and so to make it even more confusing uh, it is another debated topic is that amit isn't even a deity herself she is just an extension of other deities so like like I, so like pretend all these things that i've told you about amit aren't true and that just other gods and goddesses just take those roles for themselves. So, like I said, so Amit, uh, protecting the lake of fire, some have suggested uh, may be linked to Skamet, I think that's how you pronounce it, um, due to her uh, lioness Leonin characteristics and her role in protecting the lake of fire. So, um, Skamet might be... Sekhmet? Maybe. I don't know. S e k h m e t. I don't speak Egyptian, in case anyone is wondering. It's it's that though. So that this goddess, um, is also known to be a lioness, looking kind of goddess, and also protects the lake of lake of fire. Okay, and even other scholars um, link Ahmet to the hippopotamus goddess, Taret, mm. um, because uh. She has uh, a very similar appearance, um, being a hippopotamus, uh, kind of esque character, and then also um, has a role of fighting evil. Um, and so, in this theory, two goddesses, or possibly more, or less, or other, take the all the rules of Ahmet, and just Ahmet doesn't exist. So it's just like a kind of a weird thing of mixed translations, and we just don't know. Right. I suppose it uh, could be, you know, that we uh, attribute too much to Ahmet. And that really, uh, like all the roles that she was having, I guess is just what you said, would be uh, of the other goddesses. And that Amit was really almost kind of like a pet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just like uh, Anubis's dog. He just liked to yeah. have next to him. Everyone's <laughs> like, oh man, I'm so scared of that goddess. And it's like, no, nah, it's just my dog. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Everyone's calling him a demon or her a demon, and he's just like, "It's just my pet. What are you doing?" She's like, just a good girl. Does she heart every now and then? She it's right. Good. What's her snack? She deserves a snack every once in a while, a, a treat. A good girl. Um, and I'm just gonna just uh, just one more time because it's uh, I I guess I wrote it again in my notes that she is known as a pre- protector of evil, not evil herself. Um, and it's just interesting, especially with her why that would be attributed to her because in like our stereotypical view of death at least in a christianized country is that death and like hell and everything is equated to the devil right and in egyptian mythology i mean or the like we just don't know right like we don't know we don't have hard evidence saying that there is fire brimstone when you die all we know is if you are bad enough because like I mentioned before, the gods are very forgiving. They're very, you know, they really want you to go to heaven or whatever. And so they just, they might actually not have had this, this hatred or like this bad taste in their mouth towards hell. And they mm. might've actually understood her to be a good demoness, if that makes sense. If I, you know, yeah. Yeah. So it it's just reminded me thing. what you were saying reminded me of uh, Greek mythology a little bit in how like, the literal lore behind like the uh, Greek mythology of Hades is just that he's the guardian of the un- underlord, basically the same as this as her role of his job is to keep the dead in the underworld and not coming back up and messing with the living human beings. And that that's his, his responsibility is to be their like protector and watchman. But mm-hmm. now in, like different different versions of the lore and then modern interpretations of him he's become this bad guy because he's associated with death yeah thanks disney and so because it's like yeah he looks like everyone treats him as a bad guy but like he's just he's just doing his job Mm -hmm. his job is to make sure that all of the dead people go to one place stay there and don't mess with anyone else and so somebody's gotta do it exactly Otherwise, there's going to be spirits running around on like on Earth, and there's going to be hauntings left and right, and it's going to be insane. It'd be terrible. Like, imagine how many people have died. There'd be so many ghosts if it wasn't for him. But no, he's a bad guy. And and really, if you look at a lot of religions, it's really just the monotheistic, the singular mm-hmm. god religions that believe in an evil hell, right? Exactly. It's it's the um, Christian Christianity. It's the Judaism. It's um, the Muslim religions that have this belief of this evil hell which may maybe right i mean i don't know but i'm just saying like all these other religions don't they we just we see it as evil because those are the main religions in the yeah. world but like we don't know we i mean it's we really very, don't christian religions are very black and white whereas a lot of the others they're more shades of white to black and grays yeah. in between there where it's like i mean this guy's not bad he just he might do bad things but he's also good mm-hmm. whereas christianity it's only got two gods so therefore it's like well, well i say two gods but two beings satan and god and so it's like well one's got to be good one's got to be bad so right yeah well i mean even in uh, egyptian mythology is that like the underworld is where the or i suppose is that whatever the underworld underworld or hell is is where the supposedly like you know bad people go right so mm-hmm. yeah so because those people are bad the ruler of the whole them must place be bad. must be bad exactly well, and the thing is like anubis is never really seen as as bad um right and, and i mean unless i'm wrong but just from what i've been able to see is i mean he's just 
he's, he's more of a judge. Yeah, exactly. And so I, just, I don't know. As you say, it feels like that's more that's that's like thinking that just because the prisoners inside of a prison are bad, that the warden and the jailers also must be bad because they work there. It's like no, they're they're just trying to keep all the prisoners in the prison where they're supposed right. to be. Just because they work there doesn't mean they're also bad. That's like that would therefore like imply that the prisoners are also running the prison, which mm-hmm. there's jokes about that, and that's insane. That would be wild if that happened. Yeah. Well, and I mean, so because of I mean, we we see this in all most religions that um, people it, it, like humans, right, use hell to scare people straight. then that happens in all religions right and so like i mentioned before i mean amit was used saying hey little child of mine if you don't keep i mean if you keep stealing your brother's toys you're gonna get eaten by amit like and it so might have even been just to like the everyday joe right that amit was bad but i mean really in the doctrine it he exactly he wasn't and so like when we see it in all religions as well that just it might have been misinterpreted by the people so mm. yeah or used in different ways for mm-hmm. people's purposes she's no more bad than the animals that comprise her you know is exactly that, yeah i mean if you jump in the a river with a bunch of hippopotami you're probably going to get messed up you know that's not really their fault they're just yeah wild wild animals and it's, it's you just gotta kind of respect their uh their power you know it's a great point I just think it's interesting the different uh, how how almost every religion's like like a lot of religions they view it similarly and yet uh, as a not necessarily a bad place but just like a place to go as a stepping point and yet also at the same time tons of religions also view it as a bad place. It's like you say it's not and yet you mm-hmm. then also at the same time say it, I'm so confused by your your math is blowing my mind. Well, and just how <laughs> similar religions are. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like, be, yeah. The, I mean, we, we, we do see a lot of differences, but like how every religion uses fear tactics mm-hmm. and then how every religion has this idea of a heaven and a hell. Mm-hmm. But um, anyways, continuing on back to Amit, because that's what our podcast is on today. Um, actually, I'm about to go away from her again, but just a couple oh, more about her. <laughs> Um, so the cool thing is, um, that Amit does have a human form. Um, we don't know what it looks like, but it is a woman. Um, I see, I'm sure. And I'm guessing she keeps some characteristics of the crocodile, the, um, lion and the hippopotamus because a lot of the gods do have animalistic properties. Yeah. She's thick like a hippopotamus. (laughs) Yeah. You're saying she's still got that dump truck, man. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Um. Uh. And then last things. Uh. Amit does appear in the Book of the Dead, which I will talk about in a little bit. Um. But it's in her monstrous form, not her human form. Um. Like I said, I don't think we have anything of her human form. I think we just know that she can. It's just um, like implied that that happens. Yeah. Has happened. It's like well. And then last thing. Uh. She's known as the Punisher and Executioner. Um. And then. Uh. All about justice. So again, more things i'm able to find is that she's protector of evil and just her doing her job less of the evil thing Mm -hmm. um 
Okay, so the Book of the Dead is really interesting. Uh, I don't feel comfortable talking too much about it, mainly because I don't understand it. Um, I, it's, I don't it, know if anybody does. There's there's I mean, a lot of it, and I just I find so much contradiction that I just it's you know kind of sketchy for me. I feel like it's like one of those texts that you can devote your life to studying and uh, trying to get everything out of it that you can. You know, it's just mm-hmm. so deep and so complex. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a very inter- I mean, very cool book. I I was able to find some pretty cool stuff that I I want to talk about. Um, but if you want to learn more, maybe I can do more research in in the future. But as of right now, this is just kind of like the meat and potatoes of what it has to do with Amit. We um, can come back to Egypt. Yeah, I imagine we'll run run into it again when we oh, discuss sure. Ra or Anubis. You know. Um, You're saying those are monsters? Oh my goodness! <laughs> I don't know, man. They're beasts. Oh, I don't. That's I don't know about that. Like, same way that you're a beast if you're like swole. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. What a recovery! So our <laughs> next podcast, is on the, our next podcast is on the rock because he's. A I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, cover bodybuilders. So the Book of the Dead. It's a um, ancient Egyptian funerary. Uh, text generally written on uh, papyrus, papyrus, right? Um, and it's used from uh, as early as the uh, beginning of the New Kingdom, which is around 50 BCE. So that's why it's so hard, right? Because <laughs> again, Egyptians are so good at keeping records, but that is a long time ago. That is generally such like a long papyrus. time ago, right? Especially for papyrus, right? Because that was, I mean, it definitely decayed. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, our paper today doesn't last that long. Um, and so trying to, to keep this text as one is not going to happen. And that's why I believe it's very similar to the Bible, right? The Bible gets changed all the time from just a couple right. hundred years. Can you imagine what this book gets changed, right? Um, but for the most part, what it is, it's mortuary text made up of spells, magic formulas, um, and it's placed in tombs and believed to protect and aid the deceased in the afterworld. Um, again, so very similar to a Bible, right? It's a guide to the afterlife, just instead of the Bible being a guide to life, it's a guide to the afterlife. Um, and I'm guessing when it says spells and magic formulas, it is those things to help get you to the kingdom right. of Osiris. Yeah, I imagine if you were probably a, a wealthy Egyptian, you might have had. Uh, a book of the dead of sorts, maybe. Well, and that's kind of my thinking of there's not one book of the dead. It might be books for different people. It could be a biography. Mm. It could be just someone's compiled book of spells. You know, it could be anything. And so, like, that's what I'm not sure about the book of the dead. That like it could change from person to person. It might be like a category of books, kind of like self help books, where it's like this is the category of books that help you get like to a better like to improve your position in the afterlife it's not necessarily one specific thing it's just anything that has to do with this topic is a book of the dead well and so that's exactly it right because the next point is that it, it describes the afterlife and it also describes the roles of the gods it also talks about those 42 judges that you have to memorize the names and what they do so the book is literally a like a mm-hmm. cheat guide um probably do you get to given... take it with you well, I'm guessing because right Egyptians believe everything they right. read with you you keep. So I'm guessing you get to take it with you. Um there and you it's... Go, you get to 
I'm guessing only rich people would have the Book of the Dead, so it's just another way for the rich people to get in. Or at least a good version of the Book of the Dead. Yeah, exactly. The richer you are, the better notes you get to take to the test. The more spells you have. Yeah. (laughs) And and, uh, smudge kind of your uh, good versus evil percentage. Yeah, yeah. Right. Man, whoever said that money didn't buy happiness? It buys you into the afterlife. This is incredible. Um, And one of my favorite things about the Book of the Dead is it, um, I'm not sure if it's the first record of Ka and Ba, but it is definitely the most where it's most used. So Ka and Ba is basically yin and yang. Ka is the life force and spiritual essence of the soul, while Ba is the roaming physical essence of the soul. Um, so it's mm. just everything about your soul. You have the physical and the more spiritual. Um, and I won't go too much into that today, but it's it's just a very interesting, cool topic. Um, and again, just how complex Egyptians went with their religion in the afterlife, especially with souls and everything. That's just one more thing that they had to be thinking about and preaching about or whatever they did in their religion, learning about the souls. And it's just like, it's just very interesting. Very. Um, yeah. So that about wraps it up for um, like all the history and lore. Uh, I just wanted to quickly talk about um, where Amit appears. Um, where I where have I seen Amit before? She sounds so familiar. Well, I have a Magic the Gathering card with Amit. Um, she's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I I've used her in my uh, minus one minus, minus one, one minus one deck, which oh, you guys yeah. love. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's very fun. But again, she's all about For death you? in that. I mean, yeah. she she just is very powerful, and she's very much about death. Um, she also appears in Yu Gi Oh. Um, she appears in two, well, not she herself, but uh, the name Amit appears in two Assassin's Creed games. Um, one is Assassin's Creed Origins, um, and it's the name of one of the shields, um, and it causes nice. bleeding and has damage absorption. Again, it's very much necromatic kind of death Makes kind of feel. Sense. And another one is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which um, there's a location, um, it's a beach that's called it so i just you know why not throw it in there um resident evil resistance has a tablet called the amit tablet um and it helps you with the quest i have no idea i've never played it but um (laughs) it is there it's it's a it's a tablet which is kind of um i i guess afterlifey i don't know and then stargate there's a ship called amit and i believe it um i mean it's i i don't know I, I've never uh, played or watched or whatever Stargate. Stargate. Not Star. What's Star? What's the game? Star. Star. Starcraft. 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 Okay. Uh, it's totally different, but you know. No, Star. Oh, I, I think I've watched. I don't. I don't even. Stargate um, had uh, the guy that played uh, MacGyver in it. Oh, it also okay. Was the voice actor for uh, Kratos in the. Uh, yes, that's true. The newest God of War game. Yes, nice. Very Um, cool guy. The the, uh, coolest appearance would be uh, Fairy Tale, the anime. Um, That's your opinion. The reason it's so cool is because uh, it's, in my opinion, the best related, except for the Magic: The Gathering uh, card, uh, because it's a guild or like a dark guild that practices uh, like the dark arts, evil magic, Uh, not evil magic, but just like dark magic. Um, And so it, it it would be, in my opinion, the group that would worship. Right, someone uh, like the goddess of death, or like it's the, those fanatics, the demoness. Yeah, so 
that's a pretty interesting cool uh take that there's a guild in the in the show called uh the Amit something Amit guild or something I was say, are they just called Amit or are they called like the followers think, of Amit or something I think it's like let me look it up it's a great point great point <laughs> uh so continuing on real quick i was uh while you were talking i kept fixating back onto this chart that you had of all of the uh uh judges the 42 judges and some of these were it, it's interesting to me to see what they considered sins one of them pretty comical is wading in water which if i remember right there was a lot of rivers in ancient Egypt. <laughs> There's a lot of bodies of water, and you are not allowed to wade in any water, apparently. Well, just see uh, eavesdropping? Yes. <laughs> that, that, well, I can could... see that. That makes sense. Ish. I can see screen, the, but... uh, wading in water just being that uh, like contaminating water sources, you know? Is I that, yes, I get that. You're just That's being selfish point. and being like, I'm going to get my nasty feet and legs and booty in this water. Yeah. And like kind of mess it up for everybody else that's going to come and maybe get some drinking water after me. And I I guess maybe it's different. Maybe like there's like exceptions to like not all water is considered like not allowed to be weighted in. Because I was going to say, otherwise, how do you clean? Because I doubt that they I doubt that they were having showers back then. That's not very believable. So how are they bathing ever? That sounds like the worst. (laughs) Yeah. But. Um, I just right. it was very interesting. In fairy tale, it's called Amit's Ma. Oh, that's Dude, cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's pretty that's cool. cool. Again, like staying true to the yeah. the source material. Yeah. So good. I mean, de- decent show. I'm not gonna say it's a good show. Decent. Yeah. Show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, show. I've, I've heard it's pretty it, good. It is a show. I've, I've, I haven't watched it apparently to Amit's Ma, but I've seen I think the first season. Yeah, I saw the first episode and I was like, yep, not for me. So, <laughs> but it's pretty cool that they have that in there. It's like, yeah, no, it is very cool. Very cool reference. I like shows that like kind of do the similar thing that Marvel does where they don't necessarily fully copy a lore, but they're just like, yeah, I'll take some pointers from it and make my own thing out of it, which I think is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. I think it's fun. Well, that wraps it up for our Amit episode. Um, We will catch you guys on the flip side. Thank you guys so much for listening in. If you enjoyed it, just uh, share it with somebody. If you think that they'd enjoy learning more about Amit, maybe they've got a black deck in uh, Magic and they need to appreciate more what what they're doing to everyone else at the table. If you play a black deck in Magic, you are class. Mm. The definition. All right. Have a good week, guys.